Hey, all you lovely people out there. Welcome to the show, or welcome back. My guest today is Chelsea Marin. Uh, I know Chelsea through a lot of friends. She has been more of an acquaintance for as long as I've known of her existence. I had a lovely time talking to Chelsea. This is actually the first like real conversation we've ever had. Uh, we've met each other a couple times in passing. Um, we obviously met each other and talk to each other a little bit before we did the podcast, but this is, uh, this was a really fun podcast, actually. We talked about photography. Chelsea's a a professional photographer. Um, we talked about that. We talked about her journey to photography. Um, and then we talked about, we talked about life stuff. Yeah, we kind of got deep. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. I feel like if you're interested in the conversation, you'll just listen to it. Uh, (laughs) Uh, please, uh, like, share, comment, subscribe. Uh, if anybody's interested in coming on the show, you can get a hold of me at uh, Shane at Shane Aldrich Pod on Instagram or the Shane Aldrich Pod at gmail.com. Let me know. I hope you all enjoy. Uh, thanks again to Chelsea for coming in. Enjoy. Chelsea Marin, how are you, dear? I'm good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you. Good to see you, too. Last time we saw each other, we were at the Flowers for Dorian and Glory Days. Yes. Concert, and that was a blast. Hell yeah, Glory Days. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, did, did you grow up in Wakanda? Or no. You, oh, shit. Okay, where did you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in McHenry. Oh, okay. That's I went to McHenry. Oh, really? For a year. I went there for four. <laughs> you went to high school in McHenry? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then how do you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. We're really, Wakanda and McHenry's really close. So it makes sense that you know people from Wakanda. But how but, did you Yeah. Um, meet so, everybody? So basically, I Facebook stalk CJ. <laughs> Not really <laughs> like that, but kind of like that. Not like not like creepy but uh-huh. i briefly saw him like me and my friends had a sleepover back in the day gotcha. and we're like look at this cute boy <laughs> and um <laughs> i reached out to him and i was like hey i really like your art because it was on his facebook we're and he's right. like oh thanks so much i really like your photography and i was like yeah we should try being friends one day and then like <laughs> three years later <laughs> we became friends three years later after that <laughs> It was either two or three years later we actually accidentally met. Oh, okay. <laughs> at a, what was it, Day Old Donuts punk show. <laughs> nice. And um, then he introduced me to his friends group. who okay. John were, Svita. John Svita, uh, Gabby I mi- Garcia. I, I miss him so much. <laughs> I haven't seen that gentleman in a really long time. Yeah, and John Tate. There was Ryan Powell. Um I can't remember who else, but they were putting spicy or hot ice on their like genitals. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) 
I mean, I asked the same thing, and then they made me watch pterodactyl porn to make sure I was cool. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. I don't think I've ever asked anybody to watch porn to see if they were cool. Yeah, they were like, we have to make sure she's cool. <laughs> This is how we're going to make sure. In the most loving way, they are a very odd <laughs> group of... <laughs> this just gives you a backstory of how Chelsea Marin began. <laughs> no, totally. So did you did you live in McHenry your whole life or did you... Yeah, just yeah. your whole life. Yeah. Okay. I actually went to McHenry for... Uh, yeah, first to like f- fifth grade. And then I moved away. And mm-hmm. then I moved back for my fr- sophomore year. Freshman year. Moved back for my freshman year. And then I moved to Wakanda. Fuck McKenna. Yeah, I was going to say. Did you go to West or East? (laughs) West. Oh, West is the worst. Well, it's better because I almost had to go to Marion. What's Marion? It's a Catholic school in Woodstock. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I didn't go to public school until high school. I was at Catholic school. and Oh, okay. There was only 60 people in my whole grade. Gotcha. So you just knew everyone. So going to high school was like a culture shock for me. I was oh, like, "Oh right, because there's hundreds." Oh, that that place is a sea. I know it was nonsense, but I was happy. You know, that's good. Wait, when did you graduate? Uh, 2013. Oh, that's why we never met. Why? Because we didn't go to school together. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, I know you. <laughs> kind of. Um, when did photography start then? Uh, so funny enough, I played, I'm going to go through the whole thing. So I played travel basketball for like five years. I played basketball too. Whoa. Self five. (laughs) Self five. (laughs) And, uh, I was on the team for a while and basically I got really sick with mono. Oh, okay. And I couldn't play for six months because my liver was expanded. Oh no. They're like, it might explode. (laughs) I was like, that's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. So I couldn't play basketball for like six months mm-hmm. lost my spot on the team and i was kind of like this sucks so i tried choir and i was like this sucks more <laughs> <laughs> so then i did ap art and okay. i was the only one doing photography and took one other photography class and started like that and only did self-portraits because i was too shy to ask people to oh, photograph them gotcha so i did a lot of like self-portraits and i was doing it before high school but like with my mom's like kodak camera and like they had to go to a store and get them. no oh. it, it was like when kodak made digital cameras oh okay <laughs> yeah that doesn't happen anymore no <laughs> but i did do film back in the day so it kind of started there and then i was like i guess i'll go to art school sell my soul and waste a lot of money <laughs> where'd you go to art school Columbia College. Oh, okay, you did go to Columbia. Yeah. I thought so. I just didn't, I wasn't too sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Uh, okay. I shouldn't say it was a waste of money. Everything that I've put in that I, I've been very happy with. Right. My best friend told me, um, Elliot, he went to Columbia. He's like, the best thing that came out of Columbia was the fact that I got to uh, network. Yeah. He was like, you get to meet a lot of people and all that. He's like, the teachers are great, but the networking is the most important. He's like, getting your work out there is a lot more accessible because you're yes. in college. That's basically what happened to me is I met the guy I interned for, like the first photographer I worked for, sure. uh, Clay Cook, from Columbia because I was working in an event. And I was like having a life crisis where I'm like, oh my God, I have a year left of college. What am I going to do? And uh, the phase one people that I I was working for was like, you should talk to Clay Cook if you're thinking about moving to New York or doing something different with your life. And I talked to him 
he's like, yeah, I have an internship. And I was like, internship, you say? Uh, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> he was like, all right, stop beating around the bush. Like, are you asking because you're interested? I was like, yes, I'm interested. And then that weekend I emailed him, drove all the way to Kentucky for an interview. Oh, Jesus. And then got it. And then within three months was expected to move all the way to Louisville, Kentucky. And I did it. Oh, you did move? Yeah. Oh, how long were you in Kentucky for? Just a year. Just a year? Yeah. Damn, how was that? What was that like? Uh, it was great. It actually felt like an in-between of McHenry and Chicago all in one. For all of you listening, McHenry's like a... <laughs> it's expanded, but before, like when I was younger, it was just like kind of like Wakanda. It was just smaller. Yeah. Not a lot of big stores. There was one Walmart and a Kmart. Which left. <laughs> yeah, which left. <laughs> See later now. It's like a Super 8 or whatever the hell that's called. Yeah. And then... But now, like, down the road, there's just all the place. It's like the shopping mall. I'm like, what the f-? But anyway, uh, McHenry's kind of like a smaller town. And then, obviously, Chicago. You, you guys can do the math. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then you've been doing photography since you were in middle school. Yeah. What, what Was it just because you were in art class, or what caused you to kind of uh, pursue <laughs> photography? Um. The first time I started taking photos was when I got my braces off. Oh, okay. And so I was That's taking, fair. Yeah. Your confidence goes up when your braces come off. I was off. like, I'm so hot now. In seventh grade. <laughs> I was like, look at this. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> I had my braces in high school, so that was awful. And then I got them out my junior year, and I was like, I'm free. Oh, my God. It hurts so bad when they come off, though. Mine were so bad because I had this thing. and I <laughs> It's going to sound so funny. They called it, like, the herps procedure. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. Or, like, that's what they told me. Or maybe sure. I was so young that I just heard that. And I was, like, freaked out. But basically, they put metal rubber bands in my mouth. Oh, and shit. I had two screws on the front of my mouth. Oh. So I just had this huge mouth for like a year because I had so much metal in it and rubber bands on top of that. Oh, like not that I didn't have straight teeth. It was my jaw was completely oh, yeah. turned. So they I oh. either had to get it broken or get like uh, from Ed Ed and Eddie Jimmy's like headset no. or just get the herbs. <laughs> so I was like, you went with the herbs. I went with the herbs <laughs> in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You can tell your children that one day. <laughs> I know. It's like, your mom had the herbs in seventh grade, kids. Be prepared. <laughs> It'll go away, though. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> okay. So y- you attended Columbia for all four years? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, three and a half, technically. Oh, did you go to like. CLC or something, or MCC? No, or that's when I went to Louisville. So I finished college in Louisville. So I was supposed to do another whole semester. Oh, shit. But I decided to use the internship for credit and then do two online classes. And that's all oh, I smart. needed to like graduate. And right. I was like, cool, I'm done. Sweet. Yeah, so it was pretty smart. Now, I'm guessing you had a lot of access to a lot of cameras. Oh, yeah. Like cameras galore yeah what's one like what are a few of your favorite cameras to use um my main right now is the canon 5d mark 4 okay i mean i'm more of a canon user because now i'm doing like video and like still right, right. um 
Otherwise, I'm a secret fan of Hasselblad, but I hate the backs of Hasselblad. What are the back? Are you, are you talking about like the... Like- so Hasselblad is a medium format camera. So you have a front and then a digital back that basically transfers the like photo like sure. information into the computer because before it was just film. Gotcha. So the back of the camera connects to the computer. Sure. But Hasselblad only connects to uh, Focus One, which sucks. Okay. And uh, Phase One backs, that's the brand I like. Gotcha. Connects to Capture One. Okay. So I know, I'm sorry if you have no knowledge of this no, at all. No, I'm learning. I'm just, I'm zoned in right now. I'm yeah. going to listen to everything you're saying <laughs> and soak it in. But yeah, I so would say... So then when I go listen to this again, I can Google it while I'm listening oh yeah. to it. Yeah, I like Phase One cameras a lot, though. Okay. They're kind of way too expensive, though. Uh, what are we talking Like, I want to say low-end $70,000. Jesus Christ. I know, right? I'm like, hey, that's my college loans right there. How big is it? Is it like a freaking honker? Yeah, it's pretty big. It's heavy, too. It has like a whole grip battery, the digital back, and then the body itself is like bigger than both my hands does it cure cancer i wish <laughs> <laughs> 70 grand for something that big yeah for like just you're talking like, you're talking like if this was square was it like <laughs> about the size of my man not or? well if you put a lens on it perhaps it depends how big the lens would be but it could get up to that big okay but we're talking about the base of the camera yeah. is like mm-hmm. okay so shane's doing like oh <laughs> Like a little cardboard box, probably four by four. Yeah, or three by four. Yeah, around there. All right, three by four. Okay, like four by four more. So yeah. But the lens, I'm guessing it can be one of those obnoxious ones that goes a mile. It could be. (laughs) They're heavy. They're really heavy. The lenses. The whole body. Oh, is it? Yeah. What is it, like 10 pounds or something like that? Uh, that sounds obnoxious. Yeah, well, it depends on the lens again, if it's real right. glass or not. Because funny enough, like, Canon lenses aren't, like, prime glass. Oh, okay. That's Explain why, that. That's why they're just not as expensive. Like, Zeiss lenses uses, okay. like, a legitimate glass, and it it's just sharper, better quality, okay. less uh, chromatic aberration. Explain chromatic aberration. <laughs> So basically, like, if you took a photo of me right now, there's a window behind me for yep. everyone listening. Um, the fact that this is so blaring white on a stark black, like, hair. Sure. It would form um, a magenta or a green line. Oh, okay. And it would basically be trying to, like, split it, but the camera can't physically do that. Okay, so it's the lens's fault. Mm-hmm. But they just yeah. made new lenses that fix that. Oh, shit. They're going to be way too expensive. Gotcha. <laughs> so I'd rather Photoshop it out. <laughs> gotcha. So what kind of lens do you use with your camera? I just use Canon. Um, okay. Just because, you know, easy, sure. cheap. I'm poor. <laughs> Main reason I'm Struggling poor. Struggling as a starving artist. <laughs> yeah, right? For real. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. So. Gotcha. Okay. Now, looking at your photos on Instagram, they are very sharp, and there's a lot of emphasis on the person because you take a lot of portraits. Yes, which I l- love. Thank you. I, I'm a big fan of your portraits. Oh, I appreciate that. There's a lot of emphasis on the person rather mm-hmm. than the background. Yeah, but then you have some cool ones with some like. There's a picture of what the fuck? <laughs> visual art. Everybody, go to your Instagram and you can look at this while we talk. Just go to <laughs> www.chelseamarin.com. Oh, there we go. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> ChelseaMarin.com. Um, crap. Where the f- oh, you posted it on Instagram already. 
<laughs> oh, us, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm all about that social media game. Uh, I I am with you on that. I just started doing social media for uh, my cafe. Oh, nice. That, that I work at, and then I'm going to move over to the bakery. I'm just taking pictures of just the food. Huh? Oh, okay. So you're not my competitor. I don't have to kill you. No, no, no. <laughs> you're good. You're good. What is that noise? Am I getting pissed right now? Maybe it's just me. Um, this one with the young lady with the really short hair and the Beetlejuice outfit. Oh, those are actually twins. They're identical twins. I didn't Photoshop it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so I set up... That's cool. Yeah. And I, with the mirror, it's even better. Yeah, so I actually did that piece for a Tether Tools article, and I wrote all about how I basically got the shot. There's actually a whole video that shows the behind the scenes on YouTube. Okay. So I made two different... Um, photo sets that basically mirrored each other and okay. one set was black one twin would be on one set and then the other set was white the other twin would be on the opposite side and gotcha. then that's where the mirror came in is to try to link the two. Oh, sweet so everyone thinks i photoshopped that but i actually didn't oh well that's even cooler um now that it, i know that it's <laughs> twins that's a lot cooler now um so how do you get like they're so <laughs> sometimes it looks like it's not real, mm -hmm. but then it obviously is real. You could ask me any like photo if I photoshopped it or not. Okay. Now he's just going through the picture. This one with these two. Uh not Photoshop. Not Photoshop. Mm -mm. Okay, that's so then that's is that because of the lens or is that because of the camera itself? Uh what part of it? Um like the lighting? Well, the lighting is obviously you. Yeah. Um, and then, because you have, what are they called? That sit back. Lights. <laughs> okay. But there's like covers for lights, correct? Oh, modification. Yeah. Um, actually, I didn't use modification for that. What I did is I took a piece of paper and I uh, just stabbed a hole in it. <laughs> and I oh. lit it through the paper. Gotcha. It just, I, I don't, <clears throat> it just looks so crisp. That's what always gets me because mm -hmm. sometimes i look at photos and obviously they're a little grainy yeah but you just get it so crisp and i look at other photos obviously there's a lot of photos out there in the world now. yeah but the lighting that you use is normally a darker tone and then yet the picture uh, the photo of the person is still crisp and the lighting's <laughs> in its own way perfect oh thank you in a sense the um, way i look at it a lot of the times I overexpose my photos, so I shoot it lighter, okay. and then I bring it down in Photoshop so I have more information so that Christmas is clear and it's not being lost in shadow. Gotcha. Like, that's, like, one of the things I kind of do. I'm like, all right, you know, I can shoot it exactly how I want, but just in case, like, I want to bring out, like, her hair texture, like, sure. bring out, like, the fact that his hand's separate from her, I'm going to shoot it a little bit brighter. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning things. Um, <laughs> so you do you just have one camera or do you have like a couple cameras? I collect film cameras, actually. Like, so Like Super 8? You have like a Super 8 one? <laughs> like a little tiny one? I don't have a tiny one. Oh. But I have like the twin Rodelux uh, twin lenses, uh, some 35s. Oh, sweet. And uh, a Mamiya 645 medium format one. Okay. 
So what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it uses 120 film instead of 35. So gotcha. basically the film is like four by four or it could be like four by three okay. rather than like the 35. That's like right. four by five. Gotcha. Yeah. I know that much. I just didn't know about the camera. <laughs> um, when did you start getting into videography? Uh, this year. This year. Yeah. What in, uh, was it because of the boys? Or was it something else? I have been pushing them to let me shoot a music video <laughs> for so long. I was like, let me do it. Let the boys me do mean it. glory days, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glory Go days. Glory days. Um, I was pushing them for a while. I was like, please let me like shoot a music video. I just need to shoot a music video. Yeah. Um, and I was assisting on a lot of video shoots okay. as like the tech. So I was kind of behind the scenes, sure. like being able to... Um, you know, organize all the files. And I was just like, man, this looks fun. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> right. And then uh, now I've shot five music videos this year. Oh, sweet. So, Who uh, for? Um, I just days did... Stand Still. Yes. I did uh, Little Churches Trippin'. Uh, that's going to be out in December, I think. Uh, they're not quite sure on the release day. They're going to, like, kind of... They, they always do a giant release. They're very smart with their social media and marketing. Okay. Where they are going to publish it somewhere. And it'll little be a, church, <laughs> little church. Okay, they're really cool. Uh, the singer's name is Chelsea, so we had a lot of fun with that. I bet. Every time <laughs> I emailed, I'd be like, "Hey Chelsea," and she'd be like, "Hey Chelsea," <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because she's like, "You're the only cool Chelsea I've ever met." I'm like, "You're the only cool and not blonde Chelsea I've ever <laughs> met." <laughs> a lot of Chelseas are blonde. They are. They are blonde. Anytime you meet one, it's just blonde. <laughs> I'm like. Okay, <laughs> I'm the gothic Chelsea. You're the normal one. I get it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, my God, being put on the spot. You're just like, who else do I do it for? Uh, it's okay. There's one punk band that I can't think of their name right now. Oh, they're best friends with Glory Days. They're gonna kill me. McKenna. No, I've been wanting to work with them really badly. Gotcha. <laughs> I just saw them at their one concert in Elgin. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 We went there, and then we went to the Side Outs one. Here, let me look it up. Um, I, why can't I think of this right now? It's okay. Hmm. I can tell you exactly the members, but... Uh, <laughs> their names. Guardrail. <laughs> there we go. Guardrail. 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 Punk. I'm so sorry, Guardrail. That took me so long to think of. It's okay, guys. <laughs> I she love you. She didn't mean it. <laughs> no, but they're absolutely great. They uh, came to me with like a really unique concept, and it was a, a song about suicide, basically, which I was super down to do. I was like, let's do this, and like, let's make it mean something to you. It was more of a performance video, though, Okay. and it's very colorful, so I guess you wouldn't tell right away, but it was sure. supposed to show like the individual individuality of each person across the board and how they use their room to really take a moment when something bad happens and figure it out themselves. Gotcha. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Is that one out there? Yes. Okay. Can I find that on YouTube? Mm-hmm. What's the song? Um, It's Jane. Jane? Mm-hmm. So Guardrail Jane Yes. on YouTube? Yes. Check it out. Check it uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Well, it's okay. So you did a music video on suicide. Mm-hmm. Have you had any relationship with that at all? Yes. We can not talk about it. If no, you don't it's want. totally fine. Okay, Actually, cool. um, 
That was also another reason why I got into photography is because in eighth grade, one of my friends that I knew since I was born, I was his neighbor for five years until I moved like across the lake. Like I, I lived on McCollum Lake my whole life, but oh, okay. I don't I know McCollum Lake. <laughs> I know McCollum Lake very well. We don't talk about it because of the brain cancer clusters. But um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, basically, I lived next to him for five years. But like right when I was born, I knew him. He was like my brother's best friend and like an older brother of me, basically. Okay. And uh, his name was William Hartman. I and knew, I knew William. You did? I did. I went to high school with him. That's we were in uh we were in there's a group at McHenry at West mm-hmm. um where we would go and talk to one of the counselors and we all like sit in this back room and yeah. William was in it and then of course they made us do activities because they thought that would help us and yeah. William and I had to do a activity for one of the basketball games or something like that and we were in the selling treats and stuff like that so we talked the whole time and i knew william very well um, yeah not sorry not as well as you no but no. for the it was more like a family relationship than a friend and i feel like almost friends do know each other better but like yeah. when it happened um you know he he asked me to hang out and i i said like i was busy and then i ended up having a girl's night so i really regretted that for a while because i was like oh man like what if i would have went to ha- hang out with him and made a difference like you never know but that's crazy that you knew him yeah yeah i i remember when the sorry everybody um this got real um real real i remember when the i think it was the dean the dean and the assistant principal came in to our art class mm-hmm. and they like all told us and i noticed that oh, i didn't know his friend very well he had a mohawk i forgot his name or he just had really long hair i forgot his one of his best friends. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Sorry, bud. You'll probably never hear this. Uh, <laughs> uh, he wasn't there that day. And then when they walked in, it was a little weird. William was nice to me. Mm-hmm. I I dug his vibe, but that's because I hang out with misfits. So I automatically was like, oh, yeah, he seems cool. But he seemed a little reserved. Yeah. Um, Which made sense because I knew about what, like how he was treated because of the group yeah. session that we mm-hmm. all have so i knew what he was going through yeah <clears throat> the unfortunate part was how many people actually thought that he was gay yeah but he wasn't yeah he was just open and loving towards everybody but everybody still treated him like shit Absolutely. so kids if people wear rainbow stuff that doesn't mean that they're gay that just means that they like rainbows. <laughs> or maybe they're just supporting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just, it was, it definitely hurt because at that time I had moved away from my town that I had been living in for three years. Yeah. Uh, and my father just left me. So then I was in this town and McHenry's kind of the douchebag town. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, McHenry. Sorry, McHenry. <laughs> Not sorry. McHenry's the douchebag town. Um, they just, yeah, they're very high on themselves, um, even though it's a shit place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was struggling with that. And then when that happened, that definitely had an effect on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to his wake because I didn't feel like I knew him well enough to yeah. actually go. And then I wouldn't want people to be like, why the fuck are you here? I actually wrote like a 
because I was in a like writing and rhetoric class in college and I wrote about going to his like funeral and like childhood memories and my teacher like apparently read it and cried and she was like you should actually do like realistic writing rather than fiction and I was like no (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anybody to know (laughs) I was like I keep this to myself (laughs) there was one time in uh, in my freshman year we were reading the cast of Amontillado. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my teacher, she was like, I want all of you to go home this weekend and write a story, a scary story. Mm-hmm. Mine was a little dramatic and a little too personal. I love it already. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you off air. We're not going <laughs> to... Sorry, everybody. That's a little. It's a little too much to just be like, all right, you're just so dramatic. Um, yeah. It was very dramatic and very, you know... Um, I, no one was going up and every person that went up before me was one of the jocks and they just wrote a really douchey story like slash I won football yeah <laughs> exactly um, so no one was going up and she's like one more person has to go up and I was like you know what fuck it fuck it <laughs> I went up and I read it and the class was just like <laughs> and I killed the mood forever mm-hmm. and one kid leaned over. He's like, is that real? I was like, no, fucker. It's not real. I, I fucking shoot someone in this story, dude. Like, it's not real. Yeah, I escaped prison like three years ago. <laughs> and now I'm just sitting in class like everything's all right. Yeah. So I go to lunch later. And then the dean comes up and like grabs my shoulder. He's like, come with me. I was like, fuck. What did I do? Just and it, Right. And at this point, I'm like 5'4", really chubby and just kind of like... What did I do? I don't talk to anybody. I don't <laughs> do anything. I don't pick on people. And I go and my mom's in the office with the counselor and it's dramatic. And it's just oh, like, no. you gotta go see a counselor. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, we gotta go see a counselor. So I did that. And then it helped for the moment. And then I moved to Wakanda, made friends, and everything was okay. Because it's Wakanda and it's better. <laughs> it's better in the sense that the community is more mm-hmm. more engaged in itself yeah. and it's its own little ecosystem and it's really weird it's really endearing but it's also kind of toxic for the young brain oh yeah because you get sucked in and you don't want to leave yeah, you're like, but oh, you have time. to leave yeah college yeah <laughs> coming back is okay if you want to raise your i think if you want to raise your family there it's a very nice town to yeah. raise your family it's a good community it's growing too right exactly well that's because that move yeah. black panther <laughs> yeah black <laughs> Panda. <laughs> Woo. Go. Um, so, what the fuck was I just saying? Idiot. Oh, Wakanda. And yeah, being that. Yeah. So McHenry's just not that, but Wakanda definitely helped me with yeah. suicidal tendency. Yeah. I, I left McHenry early because I was just like done. Um, I have <laughs> funny enough. I dated this guy. I'm friends with him now. Like we're cool now. We're chill now. That's good. Um, that's healthy. Me and him like <laughs> dated for two and a half years and like he was like my high school sweetheart <laughs> and everything. Yeah. And when we broke up, it just like got, you know, like you're young, you have hormones, you don't know what's going on. You're upset at the world. You're just uh, upset at the whole world. But Absolutely. I, I left because it was just too crazy. I was like, I'm graduating early. Like I'm not going to deal with people. Sure. Like it got to the point where I was like walking down the hall and people would be like, fucking goose and i'm like thanks because gooses are looses and i was like i'm not gonna walk around and be called a fucking whore like i'm sorry they called you a goose 
Yeah. I didn't even know that terminology existed. I didn't either. I was just like, who? why would you call me a goose? Like, quack, quack, motherfucker. <laughs> even though that's a duck. But like, I was just like, why are you calling me a goose? So I just decided to, like how I graduated early. It's so dumb. I took an art class through the mail. Like, not through the internet. I would mail it. <laughs> like, I would get this book mailed to me. I would draw on it. I'd mail it back. It would get mailed back to me. With a grade on it? With a grade on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. I was like, this is what I have to do. <laughs> this is what I have to do right now. I was like, this is so much better than going to high school. <laughs> Just like, I just mail my school work in, no big deal. <laughs> I'm this just is gonna, great. I'm gonna draw a goose today and not have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What's funny about goose is that me and my buddies, that's a normal thing for us to say goose. Because my brother is the OG goose. He was playing football one time and some kid ran up to him and I don't know if you do you know what a glottal is? Uh, I should, but I don't. Okay. Uh. Yeah, oh, like okay. you gotta like hit the bag of your throat, and you're like, uh. and you make that uh sound. So every, <laughs> so my brother was apparently playing football, and some kid like, I forgot what he said. He didn't just say goose, or he said like I'm a glorious goose or something. <laughs> he like ran up to my brother and said that, and for months. That's all my brother would say. Loose. <laughs> and just keep doing it. Sorry, everybody in your fucking ears. Yes. Loose. <laughs> so, <laughs> so goose is a normal thing for us. So when you say that people were calling you goose, I'm like, no. Goose is supposed to be endearing. And you're supposed to call someone your, your silly goose. Not a fucking... That's so wrong. I didn't even know that until now. What the fuck? <laughs> it's okay. It was high school. You could still call people gifts. <laughs> You'll get a hang of it. Trust me. Yeah. You just got to practice it. Yeah, it's right. all in the back of the throat. It's really weird. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I have some buddies in my, you know, in my, in our little pack of humans um, that still like struggle with it. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been like eight years. Fucking gifts. Figure it out. <laughs> um, who are some of your uh, favorite photographers? Oh, man. Um... You don't have to give me a long list. It's okay. Jake Hicks is Who's one. Jake Hicks. He is. He's an educational photographer. He's not quite quite um, a commercial photographer, but okay. he's one of my favorites because he uses a lot of like saturation in his pieces. It's cool. all just like naked half or like naked women or half naked women, but it's beautiful. Oh, uh, Jacob Roberts is one of my favorite, and he's actually a really good friend of mine oh okay so i feel like i could never say him just because he's like good friend but i'm gonna be like yo you little bias like yo jacob roberts <laughs> <laughs> did you go to school with jacob or no. do you just meet him through happenstance funny enough he's from louisville kentucky oh okay <laughs> you'd be surprised the people out in louisville and how much talent they have like um I got to fo- photograph Laura Kirkpatrick, who won cycle 13 of America's Next Top Model, because she's from Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. And then there was um, Gunnar Decanter, or no, Deathridge, not Decanter. Uh, Gunnar Deathridge uh, designs clothes, and he won Project w- Runway like twice. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, and then Clay's out there. He's super talented. I've just met so many 
creative ta- like talent out there. Like sure. there's this amazing um, makeup artist named Matt Goodlett who does like intensive like body paints, like creative makeup. Like he is like insane. Like his work cool. alone. So it's just crazy going out there and like seeing the talent because it feels more saturated almost because it's smaller. Oh, you're talking about in Louisville. Yeah. Gotcha. That like in Chicago, sense. there's a lot of talent. But when you go to Louisville, it's like there's so little of people right. that like when you see the talent, you're just like kind of like, oh, my God, intimidated because everyone is just doing it or everyone's right. amazing at it. Because in Chicago, people are learning. There's colleges out here. Like right. you see art everywhere. Yeah, so in Louisville, it's just like, holy shit, what am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, uh, my girlfriend just did, uh, she just did a piece with a friend, and then I forgot where it was, but it was basically like an art gallery Mm -hmm. while people were performing on stage. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I know what that is. Oh, I I know what that is. I know what that is, because someone told me I should do it, and I forgot where it's at. It's near Pilsen, isn't it? Yes, I think so. Yes, oh. Sorry, everybody. Um, But yeah, she went and did that, and she was like, there's so much. She's like, it was like little aisles, and you're just walking down, and there's so much art. And I was like, wow. (laughs) It's a little overwhelming. I was in my first gallery. Not my first, but my first since college that I've tried to be in um, like two weeks ago, and it was kind of overwhelming. I was like, there's so much art here. That was with your most interesting piece. Oh, (laughs) Yes, my my as I call it the abortion piece. <laughs> the abortion piece. The abortion. Oh, piece. the abortion piece. <laughs> you can call it abortion piece. That sounds a little bit nicer, I guess. The abortion. The abortion. Where did uh, I'm going to guess that stemmed from the climate right now? Yeah. The political climate. Yeah, it was uh, right when uh, you know they started making abortion illegal in certain states, yeah. and luckily we live in. Chicago and Illinois, which they're not going to take that way. Hopefully, who knows? Um, Fingers crossed. But knock on wood. Not that I ever had an abortion or had the right to be angry, but I'm angry because it is my body. So I do have, like, you know, I don't have the choice if I was living in like Alabama. Mm -hmm. And the thought process of hearing that and thinking if I got pregnant and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it, even if I wanted the child, but it could risk my life. That's like a lot to take in so yeah. i almost just felt like i didn't have control of my own body even though right now i do in my state but i feel like a lot of women probably don't feel like that yeah and they're going to try the most risky things now that might risk their life even more right to have the choice right which is just really sad i agree so that's why uh the piece is showing like the american flag when you rip yeah. it open just because it's like we don't have our bodies. America does right now. Right. I like the grotesqueness that you added to it. I, I appreciate that. I enjoy that uh, very much. You could have done it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that you went a little more raw with it and in the face. Yeah. Smacking smacking some people in the face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people were kind of salty at me about it, but wouldn't say it outright. Oh. Just because, you know, everyone has their opinion. Of but. Course. I mean, it's not like I'm like, kill every baby, you know? <laughs> right. No, like, I, I I have a sister who was put up for adoption. I didn't know about her for 13 years. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Yeah, so um, my right. mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. My mom was engaged to a different guy when mm-hmm. she was younger, around age 18. Cool. And um, she, she got pregnant. 
Gotcha. And she came from a very Catholic family. And they were like, we're going to send you to California because we don't want anyone to know. And you're going to have the baby. And you, like they talked about it. And she was like, I'm going to put it up for adoption. And so literally she went out to California and found a family to take my sister in and left it for an open adoption. So one day my sister could reach back out to her mom and, you know, know her. So it was kind of crazy. Your face right now is good. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Yeah. How I found out is actually quite a funny story. Um, yeah. I want to hear. Uh, so I was 13. Emo. Listening to Escape the Fate. <laughs> Being a little emo girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. I was mad at my mom. Slipknot, what is? It? Yeah. It's at its peak. It's like headbanging in my pink <laughs> room from when I was five. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um... <laughs> So my, me and my mom were like mad at each other that night, and my brother went to go see the movie Juno. Funny enough, I fucking love that movie. I used to get called Juno all the time in high school because people are like, "You're just her aura," and I'm like, "What's that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line is right in the beginning. It's like, "Hey, Fertile Myrtle, that ain't no etch a sketch there. That's one doodle that can't be undid." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, cut straight to the face." Oh. But um, my brother went to go see that movie and came back. And, uh, you know, my mom's like, what did you see? And he's like, Juno. And she's like, what's that about? He's like, a girl gets pregnant and gives it away. And that's Juno. <laughs> and so you can kind of see the link now of, yeah. like, uh, the, what's happening. So my mom came upstairs and she's like, Chelsea, we need to talk. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you want? Fuck you, I'm listening to angry music. What do you want? <laughs> Painting my nails black, wearing black, and feeling black. <laughs> Satan is my lord. <laughs> and so she comes up and she's like, we need to have the sex talk. And I was like, mom, I went to Catholic school. It's cool, I know. <laughs> I hear Catholic schools are the worst, though. They are. <laughs> There's a lot of gooses over there. I knew what a pocket pussy was in sixth grade. Oh, like that. <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad. <sighs> but um, she's like, we need to have the sex talk. I was like, trust me, we don't. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. I already know. She's like, do you now? Tell me what a blowjob is. And I was like, my mom doesn't sound like that. She's a very intelligent woman, by the way. But uh, I was just like, you know, like, uh, uh. And I did like, uh, uh. instead of explaining it, I just did like. Did the motion? Did the motion. And she's like, how do you know that already? And I was like, mom, we don't need to have this talk. Or, you know, it's fine. I'm not going to get pregnant. And she's like, your brother just went to go see Juno. And I knew what Juno was. I was like, great. Are you going to tell me you had a kid? And she was like, yes. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she just mind fucked you. She's like, shut up, kid. I was trying to be like a dick. I was like, what? Like, are you telling me you got knocked up and gave it away? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And she she walks away and she comes back with this box of just letters and pictures of my sister growing up and like, like <sighs> writing about me and like asking about me. And it was just like the weirdest thing. And then six months later, I met her. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then... Three years later, I got invited to her wedding. So, like, we're in contact and, like, you know, I have a nephew now. He's great. I haven't met him yet because she's in California. I want to, but, uh, yeah. you know, I keep up with her and she's wow. part of the family. That's fucking wild, yeah. dude. That's awesome that you got to meet her. And It was crazy. It was, like, I was, like, awkward. I was, like, oh, God, what do I say? Do you guys look kind of alike? Um, Or do you two look alike? When I show a photo of her, I do. Okay. Like people say I do, but I'm I'm not sure. Like she's she's from California, so she's like 
tan and <laughs> beautiful and I'm white and gothic. I'm like, I don't know what I am. <laughs> like, sorry. I, I think I look more like my brother than I do my sister. God, but I've never met your brother. His oh. name's Shane. Shut the f- <laughs> fuck up. Yeah. No way. He is. Yeah. He's the blonde version of me. Oh. Yeah. I used to be blonde when I was younger. Like he, bleach. I was I was literally the Aryan race. He was red when he was younger. Now he's strawberry blonde. Oh, good for him. Yeah. That's a good color. Yeah. Strawberry blonde's a good color. Yeah, so he's cool. Yeah. He's chill. I used to be the prodigal son of Hitler when I was a baby. I was literally oh. blonde hair, blue eyes. Just like <laughs> straight up Hitler's wet dream. I feel like <laughs> most babies just start off blonde hair, blue eyes. My sisters were the same way too. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh. No, one was brown eyes. One got lucky. She was like, all right, I'm good. I was just bald and blue eyes. <laughs> Didn't have hair until last year. It's so weird that you have a long lost sister because I have two. I have three long lost siblings. Oh, that really? I, that I've never met, actually. Oh. Yeah. So that's cool that you get to meet him. Are you going to try to meet yours? I tried to meet my older brother. Mm-hmm. Um... He doesn't seem interested, which is okay. It's totally understandable. Did you call him a goose? No. <laughs> um, my, long story short, my biological father, mm-hmm. he reached out to me when I when my... <laughs> the man who I thought was my father mm-hmm. um, left. And then like a few months later the man who is my father reached out to me oh over, my God. E- over email. That's crazy. Well, it was either one or the other mm-hmm. in the scenario. Mm-hmm. And so he reached out to me and then it just never continued. He yeah. just... Pardon me. Whoa. <laughs> Pardon me, everybody. That was gross. Beer and bourbon. Yeah, yeah beer and bourbon. Beer and scotch. <laughs> um, I'm not offended. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. I don't. Yeah. I don't know him, so like I can't be hurt by the fact. I'm more hurt by the other scenario, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I I would like to meet my siblings. I don't care about the dad part. I have a dad. Like my yeah. my mom's ex husband is my dad now. Like he's yeah. been with me since I was three. He's so, the one who raised you. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. He's a rock star and just takes yeah. yeah. He helps me out along the road of life. So. <laughs> Damn, this conversation got so real, like in so many regards. That's okay. I've never actually, we've never, I've never gotten real on here. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's just me and my dudes fucking around. We're just like. I'm not your dude. I mean, (laughs) what do you identify as? A dude. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'll talk to CJ about that later. A dudette. (laughs) A dudette. Yeah. um, Yeah, so, yeah, I. It's cool that you got to meet. <laughs> it's weird because I have another one of my best friends actually mm-hmm. met a long lost sister, so that's weird. That's so cool. Yeah, uh, and she just had a kid and is a boy. So now, <laughs> this world's weird. It is. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scenarios in this world. Yeah. So, do you have a preference? We're gonna bring it back, <laughs> everybody. Do you have a preference on videography and photography? Oh man, that's a really hard question. <laughs> I know it is. I mean, I'm so used to photography that I want to say my skill set is like better for that. Okay. But there's something new and fantastic about video that I absolutely yeah. am just in love with, yeah. and like, I think for me, I love telling stories personally. 
Okay. So that goes along with video. Like sto- like photography, you can tell a story, but it's limited. People have to like assume. But if I'm like... Right, they have to interpret it for themselves. Yeah. Same with video, but it can be a little bit more literal or like I can push my audience more so to understanding sure. it. So uh, right now I prefer video. Okay, cool. Is that just... Yeah, it's because the adventure is new and exciting. and Yeah. You don't know what's about to happen. Um, where do you draw? Where where have you drawn inspiration from in the past? Because obviously your phot- photography is a little darker, yet the person is more emphasized, mm-hmm. and the background is a little darker. Yes, in normal in 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 a majority of your photography, obviously there's a little lighter in some. Yeah. So funny enough, because in college we learned basically if you're looking constantly at like Pinterest or other places for inspiration, it sure. might convince you to kind of steer away from your own vision so i don't really like i try to formulate a vision in my own head before creating it and then i look for stuff that could be related to it so i'll be like i just i did a music video that was an underwater music video of someone dying basically and like i i don't know a music video like that but i i looked up still photos for inspiration like just pieces like that but i i literally you know do that or the whole abortion piece i drew that i didn't have any recollection of a different piece like i made a childhood piece of someone ripping themselves apart and butterflies coming out but i didn't have any like inspiration it was just something that came to my mind and i was like all right i want to do this um drawing inspiration i guess like i always watched really dark movies as a kid like the crow and like just other dark. I, I was always a dark kid. I oh, think, okay. Yeah. I think it just kind of. Are you a big fan of horror movies then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite horror movie? Oh, Top three. Um, For some this, <laughs> for some odd reason, I always love Scream. Fuck yes. <laughs> like I, Absolutely. All four, all four of them. Yes. I, my guilty pleasure show is the Scream show. Oh, really? Absolutely. It's so absurd. Yet oh, my God. Kind of, kind of perfect in its own way yeah. at the same time. Because yeah. the characters just fit the stereotypes. Oh. And the killer's backstory is like, okay, we're actually kind of giving him like kind of like a Jason origin story, yeah. which was kind of cool. I was like, yeah. okay, this is how we're connected to this serial killer. Yeah. And it's not actually the serial killer because he fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, his origin story is that he gets killed. Another one is Hereditary. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it yet. Not yet. It's definitely on my list of A24 movies I have to see. I'll just make that noise for <laughs> Yeah. Um, what? I saw The Witch. I haven't seen that one yet. Is it good? One, they speak in like uh, old English dialect, so you kind of have to keep the subtitles on okay. just so you can read the words while they're mm-hmm. talking because the father's voice is fucking crisp, deep. Like, <laughs> I can't even do it because it's so fucking awesome and metal. Yeah. Um, the kids, you can understand because their voices are obviously more high-pitched, so when they deliver, and they're kids, so they want to try, they're doing their best. But yeah. the father, you know, he's a better actor, so yeah. he's doing his best to actually sound like he, back in that day. Yeah. But it's fucking gnar. I'll have to see it. <clears throat> have you seen a Autopsy of Jane Doe? No. That's my... Another one of my top favorites. It's apps. It's like. Is it older? No, it's new. It's on Netflix, or it was like a month or two ago. Okay. But I watched it with like Matt Claw and like John Tate, and 
my friend Gerald Ellsworth, and um, it was freaking crazy. Like the whole movie was just so good. Like is it it's, a documentary or is it an actual film? It's an actual film. Oh, okay, cool. It's like kind of about a weird corpse. Like there was this murder. They go on the scene of the crime and they find this corpse that was just like left there. And they're like, that's kind of weird. Let's look at her. Cause there's no like sign of like death or anything. Sure. So they open her up and all this weird thing, like shit just starts happening and it gets crazy. Okay. I'll have to check that out. I have to check out hereditary. Elliot was like, he had a problem with one of the parts, and I he kind of made it sound like the movie was bad. He's like, no, it's not a bad movie, dude. It's I'm so sorry good. that I made it come across as a bad movie. He's I wonder like, what part he's talking about I now. think he, he had a quarrel with the ending. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it gets, co- like, it gets a little confusing. You're like, what's going on? But if you, like, keep up with it. Sure. I mean, some of it gets a little cheesy yeah. at parts, like, towards the end. But I still think the progression that leads yeah. up to it is worth the watch. Mm. So... I have to see Midsummer. I do too. I want to see that in theaters now because everyone's like, go oh, see it. I love daylight horror. I, I don't it, think I've really watched any like uh, daylight horror, really. Daylight horror. One, I've always had this uh, kind of... When I was younger, it was obviously the fear of the dark. Kids don't oh, like yeah. the dark ever. If a kid likes the dark, they're fucking weird. Uh, sorry if your kid's weird. Uh, <laughs> but now it's more of like, okay, Shane can walk around the city at night. Mm-hmm. Feel somewhat safe because Chicago's fucked. Um, <laughs> Chicago's is a crazy town. Um, and then it's more of the fear of like what's in the darkness, not the actual darkness. It's more of the fear of the unknown, like what could be in there. I agree with that. Like, yeah. Ooh, when I was a so kid. So in daytime, yeah. and they're like, we're going to have a daytime horror movie. Okay, now you're fucking with my daytime, my favorite time. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, don't fuck with my daytime. You're so like, I really have to see it. Oh, man. I hate clowns, so obviously it is the shit. Oh, I, I love, love it. it. I was going to say so, it, but it, I didn't. <laughs> it's so good. I'm super excited about the second one. That one looks even creepier. Oh, mm, it's gonna be Did so you read the book? No. <laughs> Do you know how it ends in the book? Don't tell me. No. No, it ends the same exact... Well, like, almost we'll find, the same. We'll find out. But the pact that they make in the end is way different. Well, yeah, because they have sex with Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you... Sorry, everybody. Well, if you want to read the 1,200-page book, uh, all the boys have sex with Beverly. (laughs) For those of you who have seen the movie, all the boys, there's six boys, all have sex with the one girl because they all think they're going to die. Yep. So. I'm surprised they can get boners at that age, but... Well, they're 12. Oh, are they? 12, 13. Yeah, they're 12 or 13. Okay, so so they get boners all the time. Exactly. (laughs) That's when it first starts off, and they're like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> and obviously, none of the, well, that's not true. I have plenty of buddies who've lost their virginity when they're like 12 or 13. Oh, shit. Yeah, fucked. Um, <laughs> how was it? What was it like shooting the underwater? Oh, it is. Like, did you have to get in the water? Oh, yeah. Fuck yes. I have an underwater bag. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. For the camera. Yeah. How, what was that like? Is it really tight, like vacuum sealed kind of deal? Yes. So it has like a little air like thing that I can suck all the air out of. Gotcha. So it's all airtight. Yep. But the only thing I didn't have, so a lot of the time with underwater photography, what you have is like divers weights. Okay. So you can stay under. Everything I've done, I haven't had those. So I'm just like trying to stay underwater. It's like an ab workout where I'm holding my breath going underwater Trying to hold my breath longer than whoever's under the water. Right. 
and then coming up, like, you know, it could be like a hundred times in a row to get a shot. So at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking sore. (laughs) The first time I did it, I got chlorine burn from being in a pool for so long. Holy shit. We're in a pool for like eight hours. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, it was intense, but Vince gave me some like CBD lotion. Fuck yeah. And it got rid of it within an hour. And the model who was with me got the same chlorine burn, and she said it affected her for two weeks. So I got out lucky because of Vince. Thank God for Vince. Thank God for Vince. Vince Vince and Jared from Glory Days will be on the 15th of September. Oh, man. Yeah, I have to, I, I'm taking a two-week break just because moving in and yeah. settling in and actually coming up with a setup for the podcast room. <laughs> Even though what I'm going to do is just put him in the middle again and then keep him behind me. I That's like the it. Night King. I'm guessing you know. Uh, <laughs> and then the Joker behind me. That's why I'd like to get video. It's just be like so someone can <laughs> see what sits behind me. Well, plus a lot of the interviews, a lot of motion, like, you know, our hand gestures. And yeah, like me talking. trying to describe, well, like trying to gauge what your camera yeah. size is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a buddy who had a podcast. He's like, people want to see you. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. But I like the audio aspect of it where people can't see me because I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) you're just like don't look at me (laughs) i'm insecure (laughs) i'm the same way like getting my photo taken i can't just can't do it yeah because you have like one or two portraits on your instagram yeah i i take like selfies (laughs) sometimes who doesn't take a i i'm so bad at selfies though it takes me like 28 tries until (laughs) i'm okay with posting it but i just did my first self-portrait in like five years oh wow yeah so that was a lot um I, I just never liked taking... Did someone f- operate the camera or did you do it by yourself? So my friend Doria, I love Doria. She's great. Uh, she did my hair and makeup okay. and she helped me style myself. And I set up the, the lighting mm-hmm. and basically I took her portrait and then I gave her a trigger. So I like set up this like little trigger that you could just like have the yeah, yeah. like camera go off. And I had her taking the photo while I was like looking at the like screen and posing for it. It was oh, cool. really weird. That is weird. I was like, oh man, I hate how I look. And she's like, you look great. I'm like, I fucking look gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> We're our own worst critic. <laughs> I, for real though. So with the going back to the <clears throat> the abortion, yeah. <laughs> um, the. Just that it, it's just a curiosity because uh have you ever met Frankie? Kufan? I feel like I have. He lives in California now. He dated Natalie for a while. I probably did. He's got orangutan arms. <laughs> <laughs> we call him orangutan. <laughs> Love you, Frankie. Um sorry, Frankie. He doesn't fucking listen to me. <laughs> Watch, much. he's gonna message you and be like, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you piece of shit. I actually listen. Um, <laughs> um he he's a, he's not a big fan of censorship. Yeah. Which I'm I'm in full agreement with him. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of censorship. Um I am a big fan of watching what you say and trying not to offend people. Yeah. Obviously there are arguments that I have for certain words and certain things, but that's my own opinion. Yes. But I still try to be courteous of everybody. Yeah. Um I'm assuming it's because of Instagram that you had to censor it. Yeah. So I even so because I saw your, or you shared someone's post. Of the gallery. Of the gallery, mm-hmm. so that you could post it. Yeah. And then, obviously, it's full nude. Yeah. And you could see everything. Mm-hmm. Well, 
is it frustrating for you with Instagram or is it you just put it on your website and you're like, okay, I get it. Like you never really know who's looking at your Instagram. What if like a five year old followed me? Correct. Like, okay, they shouldn't be looking at that, but I don't control who follows me. And so Instagram kind of has to step in and be like, all right, we're going to censor certain things. The only thing I was very upset at was, um, Cause I'm super into social media. Like I learned from Clay Cook all the social media do's and don'ts. Um, sure. Not that I'm a social media guru, but I have pretty good knowledge of when to post, when not to post. I tried to sponsor the post and to promote it so it would get more, you know, traction. Gotcha. Instagram denied it. Interesting. Yeah, Instagram denied it like five times. I tried to like five. I tried to argue with them <laughs> in a message. I was like, "Is for a good cause, please." <laughs> Please let me please let me have my opinion. And uh they took it down every dime. Interesting. And Even though it's more libertarian and they kind mm-hmm. of from what I've noticed, they kind of swing more libertarian when it comes to yeah. social media. They basically said because it was a political view that I couldn't sponsor it. Interesting. Yeah. They sent me like a whole message. Wow. Being like, Yeah, no, that can't go because it can offend certain people. And I'm like Weird. Even though Facebook's algorithm literally targets for people to get pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like the whole purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's just like... To get more engagement with if, their upset posts. Yeah, if you're showing me Donald Trump sponsored shit, why can't I show, like... Yeah, something that kind of slaps all those viewpoints in the face. Not that I think that's, like, Instagram's fault, but I was just a little, like, peeved. I was like, really? Like, I'm I'm willing to pay the money. Have just, you thought about Twitter? I'm bad at Twitter. That's, like, the one social media platform I kind of, like, I'm like... On. Gotcha. I've never dipped into Twitter. I have a con- I have an account just yeah. because I wanted to like see what, what. It would work really well for you, for the podcast and everything. Yeah, I'm nervous about it though. Oh, don't be. Just because, one, at this point, I do kind of care what people think, even though no one's commenting or doing anything, not engaging mm-hmm. in whatever conversation I have with someone. They don't engage. Which is totally cool. I'm kind of like, yes, that's chill. I don't need that right now. Just because I have a feeling, because I have kind of an obsessive personality, Mm -hmm. I probably would read. And I know Twitter's way more of a cesspool of angry people. Yeah, but if, you know, I guess. But I'm aware that Twitter is the fastest thing. It's the Mm -hmm. one thing that can help you faster than Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. I guess the one thing is if you're making people mad, you're telling a good point, you know? Yes and no. Yes and no. Sometimes my point could not be a good point. Yeah. And I'm just not aware of how, whether or not my point is good. Like right now when I'm about to say this word, but I've said it on the... Uh, on previous episodes and I let it slip. Uh, I, I'm sorry if this trouble <laughs> troubles you. Um, retard. Oh, I can see how that would get a lot of bad traction. Right. But we grew up on that world. Like, we're... Like, let's be honest. Absolutely. So it slips and it's an honest mistake. Like, Correct. But people take it in the wrong way. It's not like you actually mean it that way. Sometimes they do. <laughs> um, there's a friend. Or a co- old acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Old friend slash now acquaintance that I haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Some of his tendencies are retarded and how he runs his life is kind of slow. And I don't understand why he does the things that he does or how he acts the way that he does. Uh, I wouldn't call him 
actually retarded, but his actions are retarded. Yeah, like um, you don't. I just said that so many times. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm like avoiding saying it, but like because I grew up, like I grew up, and it was just like you can avoid saying it. I can be the bad guy. It's okay. No, but like <laughs> I, I honestly mean it. That that like when I grew up, that was like a normal thing. Like how for our parents growing up, there's certain words that they would just say, right? It that are not okay right, today. Right, like exactly. not okay. My only counter argument for that word is. I understand that it offends people who have who have family members who suffer from mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. So mental retardation. Yeah. Who are slower, who have aut- autism, whatever the spectrum of autism they have. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do apologize if that offends you. But here's my point. I have an uncle who's severely handicapped. Mm-hmm. He's never talked. He... Barely can go to the bathroom on his own. Mm-hmm. He does need a guide, and yeah. he can't do anything for himself. He's fifty three. I've literally had it my whole life. I've watched him. I've seen him smile maybe three times. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle. Yeah. So when I say the word, I have personal experience. Yeah. So I don't mean to offend people, no. but I'm only comfortable with the word because I'm comfortable with the scenario of a person, of a human in my life yeah. that actually can't do or function alone. Yeah. He lives in a home. My grandma goes and picks him up still. She's been doing it for years. She's yeah. taking care of him for years. She's the rock star. She's going to try. She has that problem with saying certain words or talking about certain ethnicities yeah. without being malicious. Yeah. She has that issue. <laughs> so I'm trying to choreograph a podcast with her so she doesn't say things like that. <laughs> but off the cuff, I don't know what she's going to say. I mean, like like I said, she grew up on those words. It's exactly. just nature. It's, right, Not right. nature, but like, you know, it's like a habit. Right. It's a bad habit. Like, not yeah. bad because you don't, you don't mean to do it, but it's a right. habit that develops and it's really hard like, to eliminate that. Yeah. From and so people. you can't yeah. be mad because trust me, I've had... I've had bosses that are a hundred percent sexist where they come in and they're like vagina, vagina, vagina. And like, should I date a new vagina or an old vagina? You think that's okay nowadays? No. But like back in the they day, say it like that, oh, not, I could go into like stuff, but, um, you know, I've worked for so many like guys sure. that are just like that. And I nice. get it. Like they don't understand that that's not okay. Not saying I'm, comfortable with like someone shouting that every day but it happens and i think when it comes to men boys is one thing they're dumb they're immature they're still learning about life 13 year old boys i would not get mad at i'd be like hey dude you probably shouldn't do that but in the moment i wouldn't be like what the fuck rage yeah. let's fucking dox them all that shit that people Watch do in the face. yeah let's find them uh, <laughs> i wouldn't do that kind of stuff but i would put a kid in his place and be like hey man you probably shouldn't say that you're young you're dumb it's cool just yeah. try not to and he'd be like well why I'd be like cuz you're going to piss people off and you might get punched in the face one day <laughs> but for men i was bad I was really bad. Like, there was a point in time where my buddies were like, hey, dude, we're not hanging out with you anymore because you're kind of a pig. Which 
really affected me. Yeah. I, I, it was like three days where I didn't even have any contact with my best friends. And yes, I have a best friend who's going to be, you know, my best man. But <gasps> like, all, I'm not getting married. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done that yet. Okay, I got excited. <laughs> Haven't gotten there. But, you know, in the future, if mm-hmm. obviously we're still friends, he's mm-hmm. going to be the best man. But all of my friends, all of my group of friends, there's Frankie, Drew, Michael, Elliot, Eugene, Skirky. I know three of those. <laughs> you know, three of those. And those three, out of those five or seven, five or six people, like, they're all my guys. Yeah. I can go to any of them for anything mm-hmm. and I can go to all of them for the same scenario. If I really wanted every single individual opinion, because I know what opinion I'm going to get and getting all of them, that's just obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Too many cooks in the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah. But I lost all of them for three days and it was a literal three days where I literally, I, I, that's I, a lot though. I, I couldn't talk to them. Yeah. Which is fucking weird because mm-hmm. we, during, at the point in time we were, 18, 19. No, I was 19. Yeah, we were 19, 20 years old. Elliot was in college. Elliot went to Columbia. So I was a, like, I had all my guys, and then Elliot was gone, and he wasn't experiencing it anymore. Yeah. So I couldn't go to him. Mm-hmm. I called him, and I was like, what the fuck do I do? He's like, well, they're kind of right. And I was like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. So I went to them, and I was like, listen, it's not going to change overnight, but it's going to change right now. Yeah. And I'm going to try my best every single day to be a better guy and be a better person and not be so perverted and misogynistic. Yeah. Which I can fault myself for because it was bad. Yeah. And I think it was just due to the fact that the men weren't as stable in my life. So I didn't have that a makes sense. male figure to correct my actions Mm -hmm. but i was raised by women so that's why it hurt me and hurt my friends more because they're like dude you're surrounded by females how are you this way it's like well they don't see me act like that yeah and i have no male figure to be like why do you act like that like hey this is how you treat a woman like understanding yeah right i never had a I, i didn't really have a man to sit me down and be like this is how we act that makes sense. This is how we treat women. Well, I'm happy. Like, you make me feel really comfortable. And <laughs> That's like, good. I'm like, glad. <laughs> like, I feel super comfortable. Good. To all the women out there, Shane treats me great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I had my roommate first. I was like, okay, we're going to have my roommate first. <laughs> She's comfortable with me because we live together. Yeah. And then we'll have another person that I've never... I, we, I mean, we've seen each other... Once. <laughs> once. <laughs> Maybe twice in past. Maybe. There's probably been like awkward. Oh, hey, how you doing? Like, uh, I don't know you. I, okay. I'm like talking to John, <laughs> Sweeta, or CJ, or someone, and yeah. you were there in yeah. passing. But we've never that actually. That sounds like conver- that makes sense, right? <laughs> but we've never actually like sat down and. Conversed. Anytime I go to a Wakanda event, I like. I'm just like, I know no one. I'm just gonna go get drunk over here. Say hi to all your friends. I'll be wasted. <laughs> like, bye. I'm gone. I'm clacking out for the day. <laughs> just like, I don't have to fucking care anymore. <laughs> No, but, like, I totally understand that. I mean, like, there's so, like, growing up is so shocking. I feel like I'm finally at that point of realizing now that I'm, like, things are so different from when I was younger. Like, I'm watching what I say. I'm watching myself. I'm watching what I post. You know, it's crazy. It's, I think it's good. I think it's health. I, I think it's, I think it's good for the future and how we do it. I don't think that people should be so sensitive about it 
Yeah. I think we all need to take what people say with a grain of salt. I agree. And kind of accept it. Obviously, there's piss, there's upset people who are just always going to be upset and they're going to get angry. But they're on the internet. They're not in your face. No, exactly. So you can just kind of... You're like, oh, whatever. Push them to the side. I feel like a lot of people can't even be angry in front of someone for saying something unless if they have a true backbone. Or a group behind them. Yeah. 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 It's... Yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking nuts. I, I, I've never had a situation where someone gets that angry at me. Oh. <laughs> I've watched people get angry at people, but I've never actually experienced someone calling me out for something that I say. But that's normally because I've... Since that time with my buddies, I've tr- tried my best to watch my words. There's a couple words. One starts with an F. Um, not fuck. Um, <laughs> I was like, fucker? The bad <laughs> F word. Um, the offensive F word. I would say that kind of openly. Mm-hmm. But that's due to the conditioning of video games. Oh, yeah. Playing online with your buddies. You're all going to shout that at each other. I just realized what the word yeah. I was like, oh shit. F A G G O T. Um <laughs> So that word was very it's a it was a loose cannon. Yeah. It's no longer a loose cannon. No. I'll whisper it to my buddies. <laughs> it just is a joke. <laughs> to them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll say the F A G. I'm one of my best friends is gay. Tom Miguez is his name, and he's literally like my best friend right now. Like we are always talking like since like i've gone freelance he calls me every day like <laughs> we talk like every like three hours we're like how's it going and i'm like good but like there's one time because as a kid my friends would be like that's so homo and like that's bad to say yeah, no homo is a bad thing to say <laughs> yeah exactly and i remember one time i was like well tom is gay and like he, he's not gonna care what i say if i'm joking and i was like dude that's so homo when he said something to me he's like chelsea and i was like it's a joke, Tom, and you know me well enough to know that's just a joke. Right. But, like, I totally get it. Like, yeah. Like, Eliza's a dancer. Yeah. Majority of the men that she dances with are gay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they're all lovely. No, yeah. I have no issue. I actually know a straight man who dances, and he's absolutely fantastic at it. His name's Colin Ellis. You're looking like you know him. Well, Eliza has... An old friend named Colin. I just don't know his last name. Oh, I grew up with him in middle school. <laughs> Never mind. He was, lives in Ohio, so yeah, it's not the same not. Colin. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. No. Well, as far as I know, he's straight. Right. But, like, I get it. Like, you know, watch your words carefully. Always, everybody, watch your words. Um, oh, this was such a fear off from everything. No. It's okay. The tangents are good. That's why Shane takes notes before we come on here, <laughs> so I can bring it back. And I'm not a dummy. <laughs> I don't okay. sound like a dummy. Um, but yeah, just be kind. That's the one thing. It's just like, I try my hardest to just be like, thank you, please. Yeah. Like every To every person, when I'm going to order something, please. Yes. And then once they're done finishing my order, thanks, man. Well, you never know who's having a bad day or who's pushed to the point of, you know, as we talked about, suicide like let's be honest there might be like there's so many people in the world you've probably talked to someone who's a rapist a killer and someone who's about to commit suicide unfortunately and it's sad because if you let your emotions of your own self get to you it can ruin someone's day Mm -hmm. it could even ruin more more than that so 
I always like, you know, stuff happens. Emotions happen. You're human. I get it. Yeah. But just try to be kind. That's what always. I try to do. That's what my mommy taught me. Mind my P's and Q's. <laughs> my mom was and like. Every time she like runs into old, like old uh, friends uh-huh. of mine, their parents, they're like, Shane's always so nice. <laughs> And then I look at my mom, I'm like, I'm not that way. Just to them, because you told me to. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I gave him treats anytime you said a nice compliment. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> no. What were you going to say? Oh, I interrupted you. That's my apologies. Uh, oh, my mom was always like, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. My dad's like, just fucking punch them. <laughs> and there was one time I punched someone in like, yes. like grade school. And my dad was like, you go, girl. <laughs> I've never been in a fight in my life, actually. Oh, man. I've never... I've punched my friends in, like, the arm, but I've never actually been in, like, a physical altercation with a random person. I mean, it was, like, second grade, so it doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I've never fought someone. I always had, like, the fantasy. Not, like, a fantasy, but, like... like, I'm like, I want to beat someone's ass because I'm (laughs) so short and I can do it. Do you You listen to the Lamb of God? Oh, yes. I do. Okay. Do you know the song Omerta? Yes. The opening of Omerta. I've yeah. always had this fantasy. I'm like, if I ever get in a fight with anybody, I'm gonna pause, and be like, hey, hold on, and then play the beginning, <laughs> just the beginning, and, and then, then go like, fight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then punch him in the face, and I win. I've had like that a would lot not of the scenario. <laughs> I've had like a lot of altercations where it's like this could turn into something bad, but yeah, kind of stepping back and being like, well, I'm a small female. I'm a five foot two woman. I can't do much. Uh, you know, I could try. I have the soul to fight. I just don't have the strength to fight. <laughs> or the height, I guess. But it's the saddest thing. Because <laughs> Eliza's five two, five one, five two, we're the and same it's just height. like, oh god, just- I'm scared all the time. I'm like, she's so tiny. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so big. The only thing that I can get away with is actually being. Like, I'm big. Yeah. So I have one thing going for me. Yeah. That might deter someone from messing with me. But. But. There's some crazy fucking people out there, and my size actually doesn't matter, and they'll still come up to me and do something. But for you tiny ladies, it's like, (laughs) no, they're going up. It's so scary. And I, I, you know, I have have girlfriends, you know. Yeah, friends that are girls. (laughs) Friends that are girls. I've always been worried about them. Yeah. And now that I have a, uh, I've never had this long of a relationship. I'm on a two or two and a half. Yeah. Two, two and a half. I've never had this long of a relationship. So it's like, I'm so worried all oh, the time. I, I I'm feel the you. most paranoid. Oh. I'm sure CJ Sayers the same thing. Cause oh. you live out in the city. Yeah. And he's in the suburbs. Yeah. So I'm sure he's nervous all the time. And we've been together for like seven years. Right. <laughs> so exactly. Like, oh God. What is my, nah. well i'm a feisty one too so he has to worry more he knows if someone says something to me i'm going to say something back right unless if i hold myself like i've been in like there was one time i was walking home from college i used to live off of um dearborn and uh, not congress i forgot what it is but it's right next to the l stop that's uh Jackson, and then there was Harold Washington Library. So oh, no. yeah, yeah, I, I lived well. yeah. right next to there, and I would walk. I, I took so many classes in one semester. I had a night class, and I'd walk home. And the park right next to Harold Washington Library yep. was like a homeless park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I'd walk home and these guys would always say something to me every night. Cat calling you. Oh, yeah. And I, there was one time I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and it's just me alone. I'm tired from a long day. I worked. I went to three classes. I've been at it since like 7 a.m. Yeah. I was like, I don't need your fucking bullshit right now. <laughs> Motherfucker. I like gave them my mom look and I was like, you should go fuck yourself. <laughs> and like to them, it's three guys yeah. at a park and they get up. And they're like, you want to say that again? I'm like, you should go fuck yourself. And I flick them off. And they're like, that's your IQ. I'm like, it's the size of your dick, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) They start chasing me. Don't do that stuff. Oh, I know. This was my (laughs) lesson. I I ran so fast to my apartment. I was like, yeah, don't hurt me. Please, I'm not a badass. I promise. I was like, don't hurt me. And I like ran so fast. And I had a back door to my apartment that automatically locked. And I just ran into there, ran upstairs. And I was like, I'm not dealing with anything. But there were so many times where like even in Louisville, I would be driving home. Not that I said anything, but I remember one day I was driving home and I worked at a bar in Louisville because my internship was unpaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, most internships are. Yeah. So I would work like 40, like 20 to 40 hours at my internship and then yeah. like 20 to 40 hours at my bar job. And there was one night, my first night I was closing and I drove home and I stopped at a stop sign and some guy tried to open my car to like do something. And luckily I had my doors locked, but he like, ran up to my car and tried opening it and i just barely stopped and drove away and it was so scary i was like oh my god i almost was taken (laughs) i was like i could have just been plucked from the ground i'm polite enough it's like scary that's fucked that's why i always have resting bitch face now oh because i'm just like no that's a move yeah that that is a power move that's a move do you have like pepper spray or anything no i have my fists you got a kniff no Oh, I have a knife. Yes, I do have a knife. Okay, thank you. You have a knife. My friend Stabby convinced me to get a knife. That's that, that's a good Stabby friend right there. Yeah, I know, right? He goes by Stabby. What? Uh, well, you want to know what's unfortunate about the fucking city of Chicago? Mm-hmm. I found this out, and it really frustrated me. When I moved out, oh, when I first started dating her, mm-hmm. um, Eliza, I say her name all the time, fuck it's it. Okay. Um, when I first started dating Eliza, she didn't have I don't carry anything, really. Please do. CJ uh, actually has my knife right now because I had to go to the passport office and I wasn't going to walk in and get my knife taken. Yeah, no. So for right now, I have nothing. I have clamps. I can show you my Mary Poppins purse right now. <laughs> <laughs> just like slowly start taking stuff out. Um, you know, when I first started dating, she had nothing. She's like, I just put my... Oh, <laughs> that would work down under. That would disable someone. <laughs> Down under, if you if you if you <laughs> actually had the precision, I do. I I believe you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when I first started dating her, she had nothing. She was like, "I put my key in my fist." I'm like, "Fuck you! That's not gonna do much. Nope. Your keys aren't pointy. The only thing that's going to do is annoy someone and actually make them more aggressive. Because it's either you puncture their skin or you don't puncture their skin, and it really hurts them. And then they get more upset. I was like, "You need at least pepper spray." So. I tried to go to a Walmart out here, and they're like, we don't sell pepper spray in the city of Chicago. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself with no pepper spray in the city of Chicago. So I had to drive all the way back out to the Burbs to get her pepper spray. That's crazy. And the guy's like, oh, it's behind the counter. I'm like, why is an essential thing for tiny people not accessible? And they're like, 
because uh, it's dangerous and people yeah. put it in people's eyes. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. But still, why That's is it? <laughs> why is it still not out for people to find? They have to come and find you. Yeah, it's a whole. Nother. I mean, anyone, anyone can buy it. So like, right? What are you gonna sell? What the guy told me is like people were pulling it out and actually spraying it in people's eyes just in the store. I'm like, that's fucked up. It's <laughs> kind of hilarious. <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's really mean. I but- need to test that this actually works before buying the product. <laughs> like, it's like, Let me go straight in that 90 year old woman's eyes. <laughs> it's like trying on a shirt. But, <laughs> You're like, but I don't have to go into the changing room. <laughs> I just need to po- poke the closest person to me and just <laughs> test it in their fresh eyes. <laughs> so yeah, I had to buy her one. Um, she has a knife, but she doesn't bring it with her. I'm like, please. I always forget my knife. Um, Don't forget your knife, please. It's a scary Chicago it out is. there. It's funny. This place is fucked up. I know. It, we're, I, my cousin's fiance is a Chicago police officer. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, so... If I, because I've always been curious about this question because mm-hmm. I've seen so many fights. I'm like, what do I do if I get in a fight? He's like, well, in Chicago, you're not going to go to, you're not going to go to jail if you get in a fight. Yeah. So many fights happen. They're just going to be like, are you both okay? <laughs> Is anybody charging? <laughs> no. No, because none of us can afford it. So no one's going to press charges because yeah. no one can afford the fucking lawyer. So normally, from what he told me, normally... Nothing happens. You just go on your separate ways. The cops break it up and you go bye-bye. You hug. You make up. Right. You hug, you make up, and that's it. <laughs> You're like, love you. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. My I don't know My fist you. hit your heart. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the video of the little kid? You poked my heart. And he fucking starts crying. Oh. That's me when I punch a guy. <laughs> Punch them and they cry because it's oh, too cute. It broke my heart. <laughs> oh. Oh. Fighting Chicago. <laughs> Be safe out there, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. But he told me, oh, that's what I was getting to. He told me to get a gun. I've never owned a gun. But he told me, he's like, get a gun. You're in Rogers Park, get a gun. He's like, you're in the city of Chicago, you're get fucked it. everywhere. He's like, it yeah. doesn't matter where you are. Yes, the South Side is worse than everywhere else. Yeah. But everywhere you're at risk and i'm like fuck man i can't even afford a fucking gun yeah like what am i supposed to do he's like just carry your knife around he's like it's the best option you got right now i was like someone told me it's worse to own a gun because if you can't then you're just make like if you can't actually pull the trigger you're just gonna make the situation worse i don't know though like i rather get a gun and have it well that's that that comes down to the constitution of yourself like whether or not you think that you can actually shoot someone but that's why okay cool it wasn't a big belch <laughs> he's like i can't shoot I hit a person. It. i hit it from you all <laughs> that's why they have the conceal and carry class yeah and that's why you can have conceal and carry now um i i'm indifferent about people owning guns I think since it's the Second Amendment and since it's a part of our our rights as Americans, I believe in it. I don't like if it were to be taken away, I'd be like, well, I don't own one, so like, fuck it. What's it matter? Right? What's it matter? I'm sure if I own one, I'm gonna be like, nope, you're not taking it away from me. Yeah, you'd be like, fuck you, this is my exactly. I 
The First and Second Amendment are like the two ones that I'm like married to. Freedom of speech. Obviously, I'm doing a podcast and I say retard on it. <laughs> so obviously, freedom of speech is definitely a big thing yeah, for me. Like, I need this. But it's just like you, it's kind of like with drugs, except for some. <laughs> it's kind of, hold on. Wait for the point. Wait. Well, how how is one person like okay think about it this way if i were you know elliot yeah okay cool elliot is 62 shane's 6 so there's a 2 inch difference weight i'm probably a little bigger than elliot yeah here's the deal one human should not be allowed to tell another human what they can and cannot do Agreed. i'm using elliot and i as an example because elliot's my best friend Elliot can suggest to me, hey, bud, it's probably not good for your health to sm- to shoot up heroin. And you'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> if I was a heroin addict, I'd be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> but I'm not. And I agree with him. Mm-hmm. Do I agree that some drugs should be illegal? Absolutely. There's some pretty bad ones out there. <laughs> Crocodile makes you necrosis and oh, all yeah. that shit. Like, There's some drugs that should be illegal. There's some drugs that just shouldn't be illegal. Because... As a basic human right, you shouldn't be able... Some some old lady should not be able to tell me what I can and cannot do with myself. Yeah. Like I, I, you're a human. I'm a human. If some old lady's like, you can't do that. I'll be like, bitch, I can literally stomp you into the ground right now and feel bad about it, but I can do something to you that you can't do to me. Yeah. So why should you be able to tell me I didn't mean to use an old woman as just the example. Even Fuck old lady. <laughs> <laughs> totally I love my grandmother. Totally kidding. But if some like old dude that's five six is like, "Fuck you, you can't do that," I'll be like, "Bro, I'll take your glasses and shove them up your ass." Okay, dude, let's do this. Yeah, like I respect my elders, but you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. So when it comes to speech, I'm ex- especially not like, dude, you can't tell me what I can and cannot say. Mm-hmm. I can. We can share the same common interest in not trying to hurt people, and I won't say certain words. Absolutely. But? But you still can't tell me I can't say any word on the planet. Oh, yeah. But there are definitely some words you just shouldn't say. You shouldn't say it. You shouldn't say it. And I don't say it. We're not going to say them here. You should say them. (laughs) We're reminding you guys. There's some words that certain people can say that I can't say. (laughs) I only wrap them in my car. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> what were we on? We just went on another tear. We've been on tangents this whole time. It's only been like two minutes of photography, <laughs> which I'm fine with. That's not true. We talked a lot about photography. Ten minutes. No. <laughs> thirty. <laughs> thirty minutes. We got yeah, thirty in an hour and thirty. <laughs> uh, besides. Uh, Besides uh, portraits, mm-hmm. what are some of you? Do you have like a favorite? That, do you like landscape? Do you like houses? Fashion. Oh. I love fashion. Okay. <laughs> what kind of fashion? High end, edgy fashion. That's what edgy. I, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. In edgy college. as in risque, or um, more edgy in the sense of how it's being photographed. Because there's like safe fashion and catalog fashion, and then okay. there's edgy fashion. Are you talking about like like magazine? Yeah, fashion. Like if you were to go to Vogue and open it up on a random page, you're not you a see, big fan of that. What? Are you a fan of that? 
Or? Oh, I am. Okay, you're a fan of that. I mean, um, there's Which certain is cool. there's certain parts of fashion that I'm not a big fan of, like the retouching of it. Like in college, sure. actually, one of my favorite teachers, Verser Engelhard, he's a great photographer. Look him up. Um, uh, how do you spell that? B E R S E R. So it's V, not B. Oh, it's V. Yeah, Verser. 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 Um, and then what's the last name? Engelhard. Engel. Anglehard. Angle. Anglehard, but with an E. Oh. Um, and it's heart, I'm pretty sure, with a T, not like a D. Cool. I'd have to relook it up because I'm a bad student. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but the first day of my class with him, this is the only teacher in Columbia that ever has taught me like very commercial and very helpful tips. Like I've had a lot of good teachers at Columbia, but this is the first guy that's like, Hey, I'm going to teach you how to actually be on a professional set and like have it make a difference of you being there. Sweet. Um, my first retouching class with him first day, he was like, you may be the reason if you are retouching for magazines that a girl commits suicide. And we all sat there like, fuck. Wait, what does that mean? Retouching? Like you're retouching the photo, making the girl skinnier, making the more unrealistically beautiful. Oh fuck! Yeah, and we literally sat there. That's and happened. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, every every photo. I should ah, I should have brought before and afters of photos so you can actually see. Like we can do that on another occasion. Oh my god, that I'm crazy. sure this won't be the last podcast that we ever do. But I mean, it is sad because like if you're on a job, like yeah. The client will be like, don't touch them. Don't Photoshop them. And then the photographer's like, hey, make them a little skinnier and like fix her cankles. And you're like, the client said not to touch them. And they're like, yeah, they'll know. They, they won't know. And you're like, oh, okay, like I'm paid by you. So yeah, I'll do it. But it's sad because fashion, like they could Photoshop so much. The, the one place I really like right now is Paris because they have laws on it. Paris. Paris has laws on how far they can take body image. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So do they? So essentially they have to find like the perfect, what they're looking for, whatever their photo, whatever if fashion it, their photography. Yeah. If it looks photographing. anorexic, it's illegal. Like they're Fuck. like, if it looks like they are so skinny that it's unrealistic, Paris will be like, no, that's not okay. Make them look like themselves. Shit. Which, that's what, why I respect Paris. That's pretty cool, I'm like, actually. I like that a lot. Like, they, they realize body image is a big issue. And I think that's why I wasn't able to take my own portrait for five years. I'm in, like, I was in fashion for five years. Yeah. And it's hard to be on set with these beautiful models. Like, mm-hmm. drop dead gorgeous people in real life and mm-hmm. like then they take a photo and they're m- even more gorgeous and then people photoshop them to be even more gorgeous and you're like this is unrealistic now how am i even gonna make us like a imprint in the world of my image and you're just like i don't even want to try to be there you know i don't want to even post a photo of my own face because it doesn't even matter and that's like being a female in the fashion world sure It's kind of hard sometimes because, you know, you go to castings where all these skinny, like, 
girls who fit in size zero. Nothing, not that there's anything wrong, but like if you fit in size zero, you you are thin as possible. Good for you. Like you look beautiful. If you're a girl who's bigger, good for you. Every girl I see is absolutely drop dead gorgeous that I see at a casting. I'm never like, oh my God, ew. Like every girl, I'm like, man, I wish I could look like you. I wish I could have your confidence. I wish I could just be you. And it's like you said, we're our own worst critics. Yeah. So it's kind of hard being on the opposite side of the camera and no one really realizes that. <laughs> Not saying like photographers are the victims, but like photographers see all the issues. So when they take their own portraits, they see all the issues. But the issues are the beautiful parts. And people don't think that though. Which sucks. I know. I like to say fuck all the people. I agree. But in Eliza, prime example. Mm-hmm. She's a ballerina. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> They're very, very strict mm-hmm. on body. Now, Eliza is as fit as a fucking fiddle. She makes me look like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> <laughs> In comparison to how fit she is, I'm Jabba the Hutt. Um, it's unfortunate that in the ballet world, mm-hmm. it's very strict. And yeah. they have to be, they have to look a certain way. Unfortunately, her height doesn't help her either yeah. because ballerinas have to be a certain height. Yes. Thankfully, she, the good part about her height is that she always matches up with a male partner. Like, she'll never be taller than a male partner. Yes. But... She still has, she's not 5'6". I think 5'6", five, 5'7", five, is like the ideal height. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be mistaken. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she'll be like, it's actually like 5'9". She'll be <laughs> like, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, she'll correct me later. <laughs> um, but in the contemporary or m- contemporary slash modern world, it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. what body type you have. Mm-hmm. It's more about the movement. It's more about the art, which is better. But she's been doing ballet so long, she loves it so much that it's, you know, so that part is a little hard to watch. But then again, she works really hard at it. Yeah. She understands it. She doesn't let it affect her in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's got Shane to feed her because <laughs> I'm not thin. <laughs> so I make sure I'm like, eat another egg. <laughs> You're like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But of course, in my eyes, she's the most beautiful. Yeah, uh, she's beautiful. I know. She's absolutely. I, I will tell you right now, Shane's got a beautiful girlfriend. I, yeah, I, she puts me to shame. She's <laughs> absolutely lovely. But yeah. like, it's crazy because I've met with models sure. where they're my size and yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm a plus size model because I'm not skinny enough. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what? I fit in a size two to four. And I'd be a plus size model if I tried modeling. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, that's nuts. It's just mind blowing that women are put under these strict circumstances. Yeah, it's crazy. And then they're photoshopped on top of that. Right. If they find like a face they love, they're like, we're just gonna photoshop them to be three sizes smaller than they actually are, which is so sad because it's like just find someone who fits every check mark on your book. How many times I've had to, like a client's been like Photoshop them smaller. It makes me sad. One of my, 
one of my, um, like when I was in college, one of my assignments for photoshopping was to literally take this girl who's sitting on a bench, who's oh, like not obese, but she's bigger. Sure. Thin her out. I had to make her my size. Shut the fuck. I'm not even kidding. Up. I had to naturally make her my size, which was very easy. And the point of the assignment was to show how shallow the world can be. And that's why Columbia kind of shows you the realistic aspects of the world. Sure. When you're like, what the fuck? And it's like, if you can't handle this, you're going to have to leave because that's just what it is. And like, no one says sorry. Like, they shouldn't. It's just what it is. It's unfortunate that it's that way. It's really sad, and that's like... It seems like a lot of places are trying to get into the plus-size model, plus modeling, though, but they still seem a little too perfect for the plus-size Oh, model. yeah. Like, oh, your skin has no zits or birthmarks or freckles. If or it doesn't have fucking marks. freckles, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. People have freckles. Let Everywhere. me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I Photoshop so many. I Photoshop so many freckles. I mean, like, so there's this thing called like split frequency uh, retouching. Sure. Where if well, I took a circle of my own skin right here, okay, which is on my freckles for the viewers, <laughs> since you can't on see on the cheeks, on the cheeks. If I even did split like split frequency retouching, it would get rid of my freckles immediately. That's how you know it's fake. Like if there's uh. not. I like, like freckles. I know. And freckles are great. There's there's different forms of retouching. There's split frequency. Oh my god, I keep hitting the mic. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> split frequency and there's um dodging and burning for retouching, which is literally where you go pore by pore at plus three hundred percent on a person's face. So I am looking at every hair, every freckle, everything. Sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds make, like a lot of work. Makes you feel bad because it's like, oh, I didn't shave my mustache as a woman. <laughs> You're like, I shouldn't have a mustache. But we all have mustaches, let me tell you. Yeah, you got peach fuzz. You got peach fuzz. Yeah. And like, I have to retouch your peach fuzz. I got to retouch everything if you're self-conscious about it. I got it. I'm here to make you feel better, even if it doesn't seem like I am. Wow. But I am. Like, it's a good and bad thing. Like, I think the reason why I got into portraits is because... When I started taking portraits of people, they were like, you made me feel way better about myself. And that felt good to be told, like, you made a difference in my life to make me feel more confident. Yeah. Like, I like hearing that. If yeah. they're like, I feel beautiful because of you. But they feel beautiful because I retouch their imperfections, which makes me feel bad if I'm like, yeah, I retouched all your peach fuzz. But no one, like, when I look at you, I'm not looking at your peach fuzz. You got beer fuzz. <laughs> I'm not you got beer fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at your peach fuzz. You know, if like, yeah. if there was something wrong with all you, it's peach fuzz. It's, up here. <laughs> right it's all up there. He's just a hairy man. He's I am. <laughs> just kidding. But, I just um, started getting back hair, everybody. It's really scary. <laughs> I pluck it. <laughs> I gotta go to the waxer. <laughs> but like, say if you're like, take my portrait. I would take it and I would take out the features that no one notices. And that's sure. the thing that no one thinks of is, you know, maybe you're you're a little bit bigger than you think. Like no one notices that. They think you're a size two when you're a size three. How big of a difference is that? Right. So it goes back and forth with me. Sure. Like I'm like, this is a bad thing. But I'm like, this is also features that no one thinks about. No one understands. 
it makes the photo look better, but is it better? And that's always the question you have to go back and forth with. Right. So, so the all, editing room is a lot of work as well. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, morally it's like, Hey, like her nose looks broken. Do I fix? like, I've had to fix like <laughs> people's eyes that have been like lopsided. Oh no. Like lazy eyes oh. where it makes them. I have a slight lazy eye on one of them. I don't C- remember. CJ says the same thing. You guys don't have that. <laughs> Trust me. You guys don't have that compared to people. Sure. But you just feel bad because you're like, this is this person and I'm changing who they are and it makes them feel better. So then it makes you feel a little bit better. Sure. But at the same time, it just kind of sucks when you're like, oh, I'm going to fix your neckline a little bit because it looks like you have a slight double chin or like I'm going to fix this. And it's not my choice. It's what people tell me to fix. In my photos, I try to do as little retouching as possible. And that's why I kind of take taking things in camera and really making that my brand and being like, I took this all in camera. Like, yes, I do skin retouching, but I don't try to make people skinnier. I try my hardest not to like say if they're wearing too tight of jeans and they have a little like overlap of skin that's not their fault. That's the fabric's fault. And I'm not going to make them feel self-conscious about that. Right. You know, I'm going to be like, hey, you know, I'm going to retouch you how you actually look. But it's how you actually look right. compared to what you're not. So there's always like a fighting feeling with that constantly. And just being a woman and always having to worry about your appearance. <sighs> One, I've never experienced that. So I never, I've watched, because like I said, I was raised by ladies. Mm -hmm. I have two sisters and then I have two cousins that are sisters and they all have struggled with their own body image, which is rough to watch. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not a woman, so I've never experienced it. I've just been a man and I've always just kind of been chubby. And most, not most, but a majority of men nowadays are, most and majority are the same, dumbass. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of men nowadays are overweight. One, I think that's just because of life circumstances, but we don't get shamed for it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I shame myself for it. I have my own self. You shouldn't. <clears throat> that's not true. If you're happy. I have a qu- I'm not happy. Um, oh, okay. I have a quarrel with uh, fat shaming. Uh, I think it's dumb. Uh, it, one, yeah, just don't make fun of people. It's just not healthy. It doesn't make people feel good. Just don't do it. Mm-hmm. But being overweight isn't healthy. Yeah. Like it's not it's scientifically for your medical benefits, for your life expectancy, your longevity in the world. Being overweight is not healthy. Now, if you're fucking happy, you're happy, whatever. I'm not going to make fun of you for that. But like when people are like, don't fat shame, it's like, mm, tough love is sometimes a good thing. Yeah. Because some, you know, I went to the gym for a while a couple months ago and then I've kind of slacked off now and I haven't been going. But that's my own thing. Like, I have to do that myself. Yeah. I have to kick myself in the ass and go to the gym. Because I don't want to be overweight and I do want to be in this life a little bit longer. And, you know, I've had a couple other unhealthy habits like smoking cigarettes, which I've been trying to get rid of as well. Yeah. I like when people are supportive of each other. I think it's endearing. I think it's good for someone's mental health. Yeah. 
but there's also a realistic aspect that people do need to be told like, hey, man, I care about you. I don't want you to be overweight anymore. This is how Skirky talks to me. Skirky's a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah. You know, natural professional bodybuilder. He's told me many a time. He's like, I can't force you to do it. He's like, but I can tell you it's better for you and you'll be happier. It also correlates with mental health. Once you start working out, your physical health gets better, which means your mental health also gets better because you feel good about yourself. You're eating healthy. You're exercising, which is something natural for everybody. Mm -hmm. So there's... So I appreciate when people like tell someone who's overweight it's like yes you are good looking which is true a lot of overweight people do have a pretty face or you know a handsome face mm-hmm. or a good looking face <laughs> we're gonna go they we're look gonna, good. yeah they look good but hey man cut out on the cheetos <laughs> you're like what about takis <laughs> <laughs> my sisters love takis i love takis <laughs> I hate Flaming Hot Cheetos. But <laughs> like, I love Takis. Takis are good, yeah. but Flaming Hot Cheetos. I don't know what it is about Flaming Hot Cheetos and everybody in Flaming Hot Cheetos, but they taste like ass to me. <laughs> it's just straight, straight booty. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your What are your normally What does your clientele normally consist of? Um, bands. 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 Oh, currently, cool. um, which is awesome. Either that or just people that are like, I need a headshot, but I just don't want it to be boring. And I'm like, Oh, I feel that. Like. Let me help you. And they're like, Yeah, like just this is what I want. And I'm like, Okay, cool. <laughs> Can I be honest for one second? Absolutely. I have to pee really bad. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Cool. Feel free. I was like, Alone time with Shane, everybody. <laughs> I was like, Can I pee or can I not? <laughs> No, absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. I can riff. I wasn't sure if you could like pause it. So I was like, can I No, I don't pause it. I say fuck it. I don't edit it. I don't pause it. I, I just like, I just let it go. <laughs> You're good. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I think the moral of this story, everybody, this podcast, not story, but the moral of this podcast is just be kind. Love one another. If you don't like someone, just don't converse with them. Don't hate on them. Don't do... Yeah, don't, don't, don't have any poor intentions towards anybody, especially with the unfortunate events in El Paso and Dayton. My my heart goes out to all the families and friends of the people who were uh, killed. And uh, I think that's probably a product of all the malice, uh, disrespect, and sadness in the world that affects people's mental health um obviously me and chelsea have just riffed a couple times on people with mental health we both actually i never even knew that we shared the connection with william uh but yeah i've lived i think most people have experienced people with mental health or have done anything poor to themselves um chelsea's back so we're gonna stop being like that (laughs) i was just being a, a little sentimental and telling people to be kind with each other. And that's kind of where our, the direction of this podcast has gone. Do you need of, another beer or anything? Fuck no. I'm going to smoke some reefer after this. <laughs> when it comes to podcasts with someone that I you know, don't really know that well, mm-hmm. I try and stay off the marijuana <laughs> because it marijuana does have an effect on your ability to 
respond. Yeah. And, you know, it slows you down. Oh, yeah. Um, so I. Oh, I know. I, right. <laughs> I have definitely noticed that when it comes to like having Skirky or someone else, one of my guys on, I will smoke reefer and do a podcast all day. Well, because you, you're I'm used a, to them. Right. I'm an yeah. idiot and I can sound like an idiot and I'm okay with sounding like an She's idiot. like, it's cool. it's cool. But when it definitely comes to someone who I don't know and I want to take the episode more seriously yeah i definitely don't touch the reefer until after because then i can calm down after (laughs) i feel you so Uh, what's one question you want to ask me right now oh i've asked you most of them but one question i want to ask you right now Mm -hmm. why photography i think (laughs) well i suck at every other art obviously no i'm kidding um i was super into drawing and singing and i always wanted to be a rock star and just be a singer and like go on american idol and make my life big but that's just not how it works like you know you want to do something creative and i found out that photography was my best like skill in the creative scene in my opinion and i was like all right you know i like this i like talking to people because every other skill set Mm -hmm. you're not working with people as much Mm -hmm. like you are in art like sure Literally, my job is if I had a camera right now, I'd like I'd be doing the same thing as you. I'd be talking to them, talking to them to be comfortable and making them just feel genuine in a photo. Sure. Which is hard to do. I can imagine. I'm so, never genuine in a photo. It's hard to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just like, this is so fake. And right. then it just comes down to who's photographing you yep. to feel genuine or not. Sure. Um. But that's why I like photography is because it's you and a person and I'm about the person, not about me. Like I want them to feel good. I don't want me to feel good about their photo. I want them to like it and them to be like, this is the greatest photo they've ever fucking taken of me. Not saying that's my photos, but even just being an assistant on set to a different (coughs) photographer. And when the subject sees the photo, Mm -hmm. And they're like, this is literally the best photo that's ever been taken of me. I'm like, that, even just being a part of that means a lot to me. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I retouched this or I, you know, helped light this. I helped be on set in some way. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that makes a difference in my eyes. I'm like, that means a lot to me. That's so, awesome. yeah, it's, it's rewarding in that regard where you're like, man, like, you understand how photos are fake, but when the subjects see them, you're like, they're so happy. Like, not saying, like, every photo is fake, but, like, you're just, like, there's a difference to be made with photography when people are, like, I hate my own image, and then you take a photo of someone who is so against their own image, and they're like, I actually like this photo, and they make it their, like, new profile photo or, like, their new branding photo. You feel accomplished because you're, like, this person hated their own image and now they're using my image to help themselves so it's interesting (laughs) it's weird (laughs) i think we're gonna end it on that dear okay that was a good that's that's a good way to end it (laughs) where can people find you uh so at instagram it's chelsea c-h-e-l-s-e-a underscore marin m-a-r-r-i-n or www.chelseamarin.com I'm working on my Facebook cur- currently since I just went freelance. So I'm fully available for the most part. Oh, fuck. Right. You. Well, <laughs> hold on. We're not ending this. I totally forgot about this. She <laughs> went freelance. Okay. Freelance. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah. 
what 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 caused you you don't have to go in full details obviously if it if it was of poor of poor taste uh, i'll i'll go into it i don't mind i'm just not gonna name names sure um so i was working full-time and i was working as a full-time tech meaning mm-hmm. that i'm in charge of the file management and the computer and everything else and you learned that during college as well you had to take classes on that and stuff. somewhat Okay. I learned it more being in the position for someone else. So I was I was a full timer, meaning meaning I worked for one person. So I worked for this one person for a year and a half, and I went to the producer role. So meaning I would set up the photo shoots, I would set up, you know, everything. I would do the post production on it, and I hate math. I hate math so much. Math is the worst. I, I used to like, love math in high school. Then I got to college and I was like, fuck statistics. Fuck. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just like, I love talking to people. I like the emailing. I like everything else. I just don't like not being on set. I don't like being present. I like having a big role on set. And sure. that was my big issue is, hey, I'm sitting here and I, I'm not there. And so I was like, I'm going to put my two weeks in. Uh, I'm not okay with this. And the guy I was working for, I love him. Don't get me wrong. I love him so much. Sure. He I, he has done a lot for me. I've done a lot for him. Keep that in mind. Um, but he, it was one of those situations, instead of being like, you're fired. No, I quit. It was, hey, I quit. No, you're fired. He was very upset. And I put my two weeks in and he instead decided to let me go the next day because he wanted me to stay a month and a half. And I was like, I I can help you out, but I'm not willing to stay every day for a job I hate. Like, I can't sacrifice my happiness for that. And that's, that's what good. I did. That's awesome. It was one of the first times I've stuck up for myself <laughs> like that, where I was like, I, I can't do that. And it felt good to be like, I can't. I'm sorry, like, that sucks for you. I know it does, but it sucks for me more. Right. And I think a lot of people have to realize that they have to say no. So that that was my big step of saying no. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'll be able to say no one day, but unfortunately... It takes a lot of time. Even now, I'm, like, thinking, (laughs) because this is my first week full like sure. like fully freelance and yeah. i've had a two-day job with an amazing photographer her name's callie lipkin mm-hmm. um she does amazing portraits i love her to death um as just an artist and it was my first time to work for a female photographer right. which was awesome yeah but um you know it was my first two-day job just on the job and now i'm like next week i'm like what's gonna happen and that's what freelance life is about you don't know what's gonna happen are you gonna go are you gonna go and start taking uh landscape kind of deal like city no you're you're strictly portraits i like portraits i can do landscape but it's not what i love so when i that's fair my my plan is to shoot so if anyone needs me shoot i'm here if anyone needs a music video, I'm here. But Eliza's interested, so oh, I can interested. put you in contact with her. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm also still willing to assist in tech, mm-hmm. which not a lot of people are willing to admit. And I'm standing here just saying, I love photography. I'm mm-hmm. willing to stay in it yeah. for anything. Good. So 
Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm super happy for you that you got to stand up for yourself and you get to go do freelance, which is cool in itself because then you work for yourself. You don't have a boss. I need that. Honestly. I've I've the last five years I've been working like sixty hours a week for myself or someone. Like you're gonna be working more. Maybe. I don't know. Like it's weird. Like I probably will be, yeah. but I'm fine with it. Like people well, even. That's because you're not answering to anybody. Yeah. But you're spending more. That's that seems to be like the trade off that I, I I notice when people go freelance. They're like, I don't have a boss to answer to, but I still have to work just as hard. Like that's Elliot. Yeah. Elliot. <sighs> oh, I love Elliot. But <laughs> <laughs> His music. He, you know, yeah. he's got to put himself out there, and obviously you. Exactly. Got connections through both of you. I'm assuming have gotten. I know he has, so I'm assuming you have gotten connections through Columbia, and yeah. that was the beauty of Columbia. Like I said in the beginning with Elliot, he's like just it's the networking that's perfect. Yeah. Um, so that's how he's gotten a lot of jobs through networking through school. Because then he went to Western Michigan, and then he just got accepted as f- for his doctorate at Northwestern. That's yeah. why he's back here. Yeah, uh, I I might be like teaching soon. I don't know yet. Fuck yeah. Um, That'd be cool. Don't know where. I'm not allowed to say. Awesome. <laughs> That'd be um, sweet. It'd be social media management. So if you uh, want to know anything about social media, let me know. Yeah, we might have a conversation off of this because I'm doing that social media for my work. Yeah. I was asked. I have no experience. And I was like, I'll do it for you. <laughs> I was asked to do it because I, think, I used to work for Clay and he had the most experience. Sure. But what were you going to say? I think it's just the time of like when to post something that I'm confused with. I can help you with that. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it's about quality over quantity now. Yeah. I mean, I'll show you the photographs after. Sorry, everybody. If you want to find Shane's photographs of food. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> tags, tags cafe underscore T-A-G-S cafe C-A-F-E underscore. That's where my photos are. Look them up. <laughs> Look them up if you really want to see food porn. Um, but yeah, I, I, that, that's like the one thing. It's like the time on when I have to post it. I understand I need to use hashtags. And blah, 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 blah. You can only do 30 hashtags. Fun fact, if you do more than 30, I don't even do more. Off. I don't do more than 30. Well, good. It <laughs> takes a lot to do 30. Yeah, I don't want to. And I'm, I post it at work because I get there in the morning and I'm like, all right, the first thing I'm going to do when I get here is post it. I, it's and yeah. like, look it. I'm here. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, it's a... Because the business has been there for like 51 years. Tags yeah. Tags Bakery has been there for 51 years. Uh, but the cafe has only been open for like a year. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to help them build their social media. Yeah. Because no one was doing it. I was like, you guys don't, like, you guys need to do this. Yeah. I think it's definitely something you need to do. And I was like... If you want to know a fun little fact that I'll tell everyone, um, right now, stories matter than posting on your feed. Oh, like stories mm-hmm. on your Instagram. Yeah. They matter more than your feed. Currently. Because it shows you're still doing something because... That's cool because I, I, I post my feed to my story every time I post yeah. something. Whether it's for the podcast or for tags. Because what happened before, it was quantity over quality. It was like, sure. can you post the most out of anyone? And you have to post the most out of anyone. And now it went from posting as much as you can to posting the best thing you have 
but what do you do when you're only posting three times a week? Like, how do you show people that you're still active? And sure. it's through your stories. If you're like, hey, I'm on set. Awesome. Or like doing a funny post on your story or like, hey, I'm interviewing this person on your story. It shows that you're more active than most people. Most people are too scared to post on their story. They don't want to. If you post on your story, I think people... it's just because they don't like it. I, I agree. I, like, sometimes <laughs> I even don't like it. I'm like, what do I post today? Like, that I'm drinking a cup of matcha because I don't drink coffee and right. look, like, bougie. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, uh, right. like, I don't know. But, yeah, stories right now... Stories matter. Yeah. They, they make a difference. It makes it more consistent because if you're posting nothing... Gotcha. You know. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> weird <laughs> that is weird but that's good advice stories everybody stories stories <laughs> i think on that note we'll call it all right all right chelseamarin.com chelsea underscore marin at instagram facebook's in the works anything else for marin just so you know anything else you want to say to the people before you depart Leave the studio. I feel like leave I'm in a weird state of mind right now, so I feel like I, I would be like, just stay strong, because that's what I need to be told. So I want to tell people, just stay as strong as you can, because sometimes it might seem like a weird time in your life, but it's the best time. I like that. Thanks. Staying <laughs> strong, everybody. Bye. Mm.